Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Flawcast Network. This is, of course, again, your host speaking, uh, Justin Ruff, the owner of the LeBron Kings, the current Toilet Bowl champion, and the guy who just lost by .3 fantasy points to an injury and moved to 1-6. and six. So that's me. Uh, thank you uh, for returning. It is a Tuesday uh, morning as of right now, afternoon when you listen to this. Um, it is a very, is definition of a crappy day outside today. Um, it's probably because the angels, you know, of course, if you look outside right now, it is crying. I mean, it is raining, but the angels are probably crying right now because they feel sorry for my team. So as you are aware and if you are not aware you're you know you you might know by the sound of my voice my team ended up losing last night of course if you listen to yesterday's episode um i had sony michelle i needed 22.3 fantasy points to defeat the two-time champion and jacob mckinley my one and five brother and now he has moved on to better places and defeated me. He is now two and five. I'm one and six. I'm alone in the shed crying uh, by myself. Uh, but uh, I put up a heck of a run. You know, I have to give myself credit. Or Sony Michelle, I feel sorry for the guy. Um, you know, there's a story behind that. In Sony Michelle, of course, if you guys are not aware, I am currently married and have two human beings. So, of course, I came home late last night and everything was a mess at my home. My wife decided, of course, uh, we're going on vacation next week. So she decided to, hey, perfect time to uh, paint the house. So, you know, which I agreed with her. You know, I, th- you know, I thought it was you know, a good time to get the stuff done. So, But, you know, she put me to work late last night or yesterday and um uh we moved everything in our living room unplugged the tv and our direct tv box so i did not have tv last night so my telephone uh was on the espn app and on the fantasy football app attached to my hip and of course i was doing uh husband duties and painting the house and i was also doing daddy duties uh so the first half of the game i was giving my two human beings a bath so you know one eye on the girls one eye you know on the fancy app one arm left arm bathing the humans and the other one uh trying to update the fantasy app so of course after touchdown one for sony michelle a little cheer went off and then of course touchdown number two uh went off and uh you know a little bit extra cheer going off there so he ended up having maybe 15 16 fantasy points something around that range at halftime which that's a number that i wanted of course like i mentioned last episode his highest uh his best game was around 19 fantasy points so he needed 22.3 to defeat jacob approaching uh you know the fourth quarter uh, he needed something around uh, three yards to give me uh, the lead. And, he, of course, he did that. He ran the ball for three yards, giving me a .1 fantasy lead over Jacob. And I saw that, 
and a big old fist bump. Of course, I was uh, on the bed at this time. Big old fist bump going on, and my wife was like, "What the heck are you doing?" Of course, I I did not say anything. Uh, just saying, you know, of course, a quick nothing. Um, and then uh, right after that, of course, quick update on my my phone. Negative four yards for Mr. Sony Michelle. And on the bottom, they had to add this. On the bottom, it said Sony Michelle injured on the play. And of course, my heart, uh, just, you know, a quick little break in half there with my heart. And of course, at that time, I knew it was over. And Jacob McKinley was probably uh, popping champagne at that time. But of course, he played the, oh, what happened? What happened, Roll? So, uh, of course, he knew what happened. Uh, he had to have known. So, of course, I ended up losing the final score of that toilet bowl matchup from last year. This year, it was 178.7 for the high-flying Hawaiians to myself, 178.4. So, you know, of course, after losing a tight matchup, and of course, uh, today, uh, Scott had to add another feature for the, the Flawcast uh, uh, thing that he, he has uh, made for us, which is very generous of him, making the game more exciting uh, stat-wise. So thank you for that, Scott. He had to add, you know, he had to add the closest loss and the closest win or stuff like that, of course. You know, he had to have done that after I uh, painfully picked up a loss there. Uh, but, you know, you know, of course, after losing, you, 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 you throw a bunch of stuff in your head and you think about, oh, if I would have done this, I would have won. Would have done this, I would have won. If I would have had, if I, <laughs> I talked about it last episode, if I would have had David Montgomery in the game. I would have won and over uh, uh, David Johnson, which I thought about doing uh, when David Johnson was, you know, they said he was going to get hurt, but I, I thought they were going to give him the ball more than what they did, and unfortunately they did not, and I ended up losing. Of course, I thought about playing D.D. Westbrook over Brandon Cooks. That didn't happen, and, you know, there's lots of what-ifs, but, you know, who who freaking knows about fantasy? Um, I am now one in six. When you know, I'm, you know, unfortunately, I am proud of it. I guess, uh, but you know, it's it's not how you know back you know old man terms. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. So that's what I'm putting on my uh, wall today, and uh, hopefully we just go with it, and better things are to come. But we'll see, and. Uh, so that's my little you know rant on about that. Of course, Jake McKinley is excited. So good for him going two and five. Now the door is a little bit open now for Jake McKinley. He has to defeat. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before in the past. I think he's going up against uh, uh, TC. Um, maybe possibly. Let me double check real quick. But the door's open uh, for Jake McKinley to maybe. It slide out of what he was into. Um, yeah, he has TC. He has TC this week, and uh, it could you know a big possibility there for uh, him to pick up a victory against TC if he would have played against TC. Uh, you know, the week that we just finished, he would have won. So back to back, good solid weeks for Jake McKinley, uh, scoring about. 170 some you know back-to-back week so uh jake mcginley can still do it he still has a high chance to possibly 
take that final spot. So don't don't give up on Jacob. I'll jump on the Jacob train if he is not on, you know, in the toilet bowl bracket. So uh, of course, moving on to the next matchups, the final scores. Of course, no no big uh, surprises here. Um, let me just real quick. My my fantasy app is uh, going off on me. But uh, like I said, no uh, no surprises there. Of course, that was the closest one. Uh, Terry's terrorist. Uh, we you know it's surprising with this. Uh, there there are two teams scoring under a hundred points. Uh, Scott Benson didn't mention today that Marcus Terry that was his lowest uh, score of his career uh, with ninety two point six fantasy points. Losing to the Savage Pats kids in 136.5. So uh, Tristan went, or TC, uh, went 4-3. and three, uh, And, of course, Marcus fell to 2-5. and five. Uh, Quentin Blount picked up a, a W. A final score, 168.7 over the Coon squad, 120.7. Uh, Q went to 5-2. and two, uh, And Connor Lindback went to 4-3. and three. Uh, Another team that... Scored under uh, 100 points is Keegan Scott, 97.6. Losing to Scott Benzing, 150.3. Now, I got to bash on Keegan. Of course, there's not a lot of opportunities like this to bash on the defending champion. But I have to on this. He started Sam Darnold as his quarterback. And, of course, Scott Benzing voices opinion on this, saying, oh, it was a good move, it was a good move. I 100% disagree that it was a good move. He clearly, Keegan Scott, clearly did not care about this matchup. Of course, I might get a, me- a text, an angry text message as soon as I post this. I don't care. He, he did not care about this. He put up Sam Darnold. A guy who just recovered from a mono, a mono, whatever freaking disease or whatever it is, and he put up Sam Darnold, who was going up against the best defense in the world. Like he clearly did not care about this matchup against Scott Benzing. I mean, it's 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 plain and simple. Uh, he knew it wasn't going to be pretty, but you know, maybe picking him up, putting him on his bench was a possibility. I'd be fine with that, but starting him against New England. That, you know, that is very, very strange to me. Did not make sense. That was not a defending champion move right there, if you ask me. It wasn't. It was a toilet bowl move. That would have been something I would have done. That was a stupid move, if you ask me. So that's why I'm saying he didn't really care about that that matchup against uh, Scott Benzing. You know, it just doesn't. Did not make sense to me him putting Sam Darnold in there. He looked awful. Like, of course, he didn't predict that. He didn't predict him to give him negative 6.7 fantasy points, four interceptions, and not even 100 yards. But you had to think, I mean, you had to have thought that it would not have been pretty going up against New England. Like, the team already sucks. Quarterback's not the strongest. And he he put him in there. It just just blows my mind. Uh, But, you know, of course, Keegan's a smart guy. He probably... You know, I, 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 you would think he would have thought about what he was doing. It didn't look like he thought about what he was doing. But, he, you know, he's a smart guy, defending champion. you think he would know what he was doing. 
Uh, so, you know, I got to give Keegan uh, the balls to do that, if I can say that on a little podcast here. But, you know, good for him. I wouldn't have done that in 100 years. I don't even think uh, Marcus would have done that. But, you know, who are we? We are guys who are on the bottom of the bracket as of right now. So, you know, of course, Keegan uh, is in better shape than us. But like I said, I just don't think that Keegan – cared about that matchup uh compared to the other matchups that he's been you know you know in the previous w- weeks so that's my van- uh, rant about keegan scott defending champion of course i don't get many doors like this but i did not agree with that move putting sam darnold in there uh so you know that's that's the final score there uh moving there moving on to uh Scott Benzie going to five and two, moving Keegan to five and two. Um, so that those are our matchups there. Now you know, pretty besides besides uh, the match, I mean, the fantasy games of Patriots that did work uh, against the Jets, uh, scoring a bunch of points and doing work there. So uh, of course, those are our matchups. We are halfway over halfway now the uh, season and uh, the regular season. And so I'll go over the waiver wire pickups, and of course, not many of them. Uh, Bridgewater is still available. Uh, quarterback, that, that's a quarterback that might get snagged up. Um, of course, with Keegan Scott, <laughs> I don't know who, what he's gonna do with Darnold. Uh, you know, it's a question mark there. He might be, he might be in love with him. That's why you put him in. I don't know, but Bridgewater is available uh, quarterback wise. Another quarterback to maybe circle and possibly you know pick up, maybe put on your bench, see what he does is Matt Moore, who of course uh, won't replace Mahomes, blah blah blah. But he's not a bad quarterback to have. I mean, he he had one touchdown, 117 yards for a few quarters there. But he's playing against a very, I mean, he's playing with a very good uh, Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs team with multiple wide receivers surrounding him. So, I mean, you know, if I was Connor Lindback, that's not a bad idea. Uh, picking him up and seeing what he does. Um, with the running backs, of course, uh, as we all know, Karrion Johnson went out with an injury out for a few weeks. Uh, Ty Johnson is high up there now. His projection score is high with 12.5. So, I guarantee he will be picked up in the waiver wire pickups. But, uh, you know, I don't really know much about this guy. He ran the ball 10 times yesterday uh, or Sunday, 29 yards, 7.7 fantasy points. That's the most action he's seen uh, so far this season. Of course, the ball is going to be in his hands more with Johnson being out. But I don't I don't think he's immediate start. Uh, but, you know, who am I? Somebody might, you know, use that waiver wire pickup and throw him in their lineup because of some buy situations. So uh, he's available, of course. Uh, not many other options there, Burkhead, but we've, he's been out for a couple of weeks now, so um, we'll see when it comes to that. Wide receivers, Corey Davis is up there still. Uh, good luck with that. And NVS is still. He put a big up. He put a big week uh, uh, last week, uh, but he only had two catches, so I don't see him getting picked up. He had 133 yards with a touchdown, but only two catches there is concerning. Uh, Another guy to maybe circle is uh, Kiki QT, who, has, of course, we know uh, with Fowler uh, being out for a couple of weeks. QT might be a pick, pick up there for some guys, especially with uh, Connor Limbach, who currently has Will Fowler. Uh, he's previously had 
uh, QT before in the past. I think he drafted him. So that might be a good pickup there for uh, Connor Limbach. Of course, some defenses and uh, some kickers. So uh, a little bit more exciting waiver wire claim here uh, compared to last week and maybe the week before. Uh, but we'll see. Of course, the waiver wire order is Scott Benzing still on top of the list. Keegan Scott's right after him. Marcus Terry, Q, and then myself with five. Connor, TC, and Jacob McKinley uh, rounding off with the eight waiver wire pickup there. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what we have uh, in the waiver wire pickups. Of course, the matchups, um, I won't go over many of the matchups. I'll just go see who's, you know, what the matchups are. I won't do my predictions or anything there. Uh, myself versus the Coon Squad. And then we have Terry's Terrorists against the Magic School Bus. And then the Savage Pats kids going up against the High Flying Hawaiians. And the five and two Juju Zeniatic going up against the five and two Blount Force. So those are our matchups, and of course tomorrow Commissioner's Corner. I'll go over first. I'll go over uh, who got picked up by who, and Scott will do his predictions and NFL news and all that fun stuff in the Commissioner's Corner. Thursday is uh, uh, TC Thursday, so we'll do our predictions there, and then Friday we'll see if I'll jump on with a guest. So. A quick episode today, about 17, 20 minutes, so not a bad one. Uh, Thanks so much, guys. You have a great rest of your Tuesday. Congratulations, Skinley. It was a great matchup, and uh, hopefully you are popping champagne again today and moving on to your next matchup. So, hey, appreciate it, boys. You have a great Tuesday again, and this has been the Flawcast Network.